Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to the Royal Rumble preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture. Join my little Dadley boys, Michael Hamflet from What Culture, to look ahead to this weekend's Royal Rumble premium live event. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube, uh, where we do daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review Raw, but also SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh, AW Dynamite, AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. A quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet to look ahead to Royal Rumble this weekend. We'll be doing the live stream for it on Saturday night. Very unpredictable, this. It's arguably one of the most, both unpredictable Rumbles in memory. I think it feels like the women's one is kind of down to probably two names, whereas mm. the men's, four, five names, potentially. Massive. Massive it is. Um, we flash back to 2022 when I said repeatedly that Triple H should probably be judged as a the lead creative boss of WWE by his rumble to WrestleMania season, which, other than a disagreement, we won't have today about how he stuck the landing at WrestleMania 39. Let it play out, yeah. Yeah, I'm really trying, and I think you are too at this point. <laughs> um, that ultimately this would be the kind of like defining period of his first First sort of like, what, six months, I guess, as head booker, for the want of a better phrase, yes. as head booker. A year later, and he's in the job and in it all the way. So there's no, like, at this point, the wrestlers that are on screen are the ones that he has chosen. The stories that they're currently telling, the ones that he suggested, even when he mines from backstories predating his taking over the job, it's all things that he's chosen to use. There is no uh, version of the old... WWE and all of its creative foibles and wrestlers that were being pushed that he didn't like. It's Triple H's WWE, and I think that's why, to his credit as a creative voice, 
that's why this rumble feels as unpredictable. Certainly uh, one of the most unpredictable we've had in years and yeah. years. Because it should. There are, it's not even just 30 people now. There are 60 people vying for two spots. Now, I know that there are two world titles in each division, in the men's and women's. But winning the Royal Rumble and being able to call your shot and pick your champion is the first glimpse of WrestleMania. It mm. happens on the PLE itself. Somebody stands on that post, they point at the sign, or the celebrators, the commentators go wild. The, wor- the words and the phrasings are main event of WrestleMania, even if, yes. as we've seen, that it doesn't necessarily play out like that. This is the first opportunity. So right now, sorry, in the immediate aftermath of the Royal Rumble, those people that you were looking at are the people that are going to be going into WrestleMania with all the focus and the glow. Their ticket's punched at that point, Their isn't it? Their ticket yeah. is punched. That is a phrase they use. Um, and I think... To your point about, especially in the men's, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the women's in a second, but especially with the men's and there being these maybe four, five, even six names that could theoretically win it. The idea that six from 30 could punch their ticket to the biggest match of the wrestling year is where you have to give credit to Triple H and to the wrestlers themselves for putting the... Uh, the WrestleMania picture in such rude health. It's mm. it's quite amazing, and that's why that's why w- we all used to get excited about the Rumble before the <laughs> gimmick itself was sort of the only reason to get buzzed. It's indestructible. The mid twenty tens proved it. Yeah, the mid twenty tens proved that it is indestructible. But what you ideally want is a Rumble like this year's, where you've got the good gimmick plus the good booking. Let's start with the Women's Royal Rumble. We'll top and tail it with the Rumble matches. First and foremost, who you got winning? Becky Lynch. Um, I love Bailey, unashamedly so, dating back to sort of the 2014-2015 NXT golden era. And I think more of that is coming back, by the way. And I'm excited to see that side pony return and the wacky waving arm flare and inflatable tube men make their triumphant return for WrestleMania. But I am going to go with Becky Lynch. Um, the booking of the Women's Rumble has been poor. Yes. Realistically, they've not. It's the opposite of the men's, where they've lined up a bunch of contenders and then a bunch of outsiders. They've barely lined up a bunch of entrants. For this one. Yeah, we've got right time of recording. We've got effectively four contenders, Bailey, Nia, Becky, Bianca, and then Maxine Dupree and Ivy Nile, who I love, but are there just as numbers. Yeah, like it's, and they've not even really tried to fool you into anything else on television. You know, there was a promo on Raw this week where Becky Lynch and Nia Jax went face to face and were interrupted by Bailey, And it's like, Blimey, you even need somebody from SmackDown to come yes. on and credibly speak about this on Raw. Um, I like the idea of Becky Lynch winning, not just because um, I think it is the last thing she kind of needs to do to reaffirm herself as the top star in the division. Like, she did it on the quiet last year. It's one thing to be a Rhea Ripley and become this massive star. It's one thing, as Becky Lynch did to main event WrestleMania back in 2019, but it's another to do what she did last year. I compared it to Bret Hart quite a lot. Sometimes being the top star is looking like you're not the top yes. star. She went down to NXT and drew. She had kick-ass matches that brought people along. She had that feud with Trish that sagged, and then when they got in the ring together, it was golden. Yes. Like... Becky Lynch had a low-key great 2023 when almost never really being considered at the tippy-top of the card. This is the confirmation. Uh, this is the, should I say, this is the validation for all that good work and confirmation that she's on the way back. And I love the Nia Jax element of this. The fact that Becky can get maybe a modicum of revenge in the Rumble by possibly eliminating Nia, but it's not that win. It's not that big win. It's not that vindication of... Five years ago, nor the vindication of five weeks ago when Nia smashed her face in. And I fancy Nia Jax to get the shot at Rhea at the Elimination Chamber, Ooh. leading Becky Lynch to think, well, who do I even want to win this? I've got to like either conquer Rhea Ripley 
The unstoppable and indestructible rear at WrestleMania or have gone, got to conquer my biggest demon in Nia Jax. My head agrees with you. My heart says Bailey. I'm Ever good since it. someone suggested Bailey doing the Batista thing of um, the Kabuki Warriors win the tag titles, Eo's obviously champion, is mm-hmm. there, she can speak Japanese, they're all talking Japanese together, and the agreement is, look, damage control are going to run everything across both brands. You're going to go to Raw and you're going to take out Rhea Ripley and then we're going to hold all the golds. And then she reveals that she actually knows Japanese. She's been learning it secretly. You suggested this first. I should give you credit. And Eo's the person she's coming for. And the Bailey buddies are back and what have you. Yeah. I even got the spot of Becky Lynch almost gets eliminated, but she holds on. Don't worry, it's fine. She's got a hand on the top rope. She pulls herself back onto the apron or back standing on the on the apron and gets hit with a Nia Jax right hand KO. See you later. Because I'll circle back to something later. Mm. Elimination Chamber is going to be the crowning of two title challenges, and mm-hmm. I quite like marrying the two of them together to make it feel big time. Yeah. In terms of surprise entrance, there's one name that you and I are desperate to see this year. Light, light it up! Light it, light it, light it the sky! Uh, AJ Lee, um, for a number of reasons, should uh, maybe be kicking around WWE. Yes. Uh, one of them being that I think she's massively missed by the fan base. Um... There's a weird nostalgia for AJ Lee specifically from an otherwise pretty terrible era of women's wrestling in WWE, and I completely get why I lived through it. Um, She fought to be credible in an era and in a time when the booking didn't, ultimately. Uh, She... I remember her getting the tattoo of the date of her first Divas title win on her neck and her being mocked on television for that, because how dare you take professional pride in the thing that you do, and yes, the belt was a butterfly, and yes, too many people didn't take the Divas division seriously, but she did, and the work was good, not always great, but again, not always given the platform to do so, it takes your mind to the likes of Michelle McCool being bollocked for, quote, wrestling like the men, (laughs) like AJ Lee definitely fell (laughs) into that category. She connected. She massively, massively connected with people, um, that gimmick did, and was put in kind of an untenable situation in 2014 when everything that happened with CM Punk did. She wrestled her last match at, sorry, uh, the night after WrestleMania 31 um, in 2015. And what did she do? She wore a Bailey T-shirt said, I'm a hugger. Bailey was then just on NXT, and she was already trying to shout out the next generation, the people that she could see were going to try and carry like the work that she and a few others had done on um now of course cm punk is back he's going to feature hugely in this royal rumble i speculated that he might even have aj lee inspired gear if she herself is not in the rumble but we've seen the videos of them training together aj lee did stuff for heels i believe Uh um to get herself back into ring shape it doesn't need to be a contract it doesn't need to be forever but as a for now pop i don't think there's many bigger on the night that you get what do you reckon the likelihood of Naomi returning, Sasha Banks returning, Trish Stratus making an appearance? All, all as possible as they are not. Uh, Trinity wrestled on Impact, I think just last night as we record this, but all the rumours and the stories are that she is indeed done with TNA. Sasha Banks felt like there was one foot already planted in AEW, and yet she hasn't landed. Um 
Trish Stratus would be a nice slot in for a WrestleMania match should anybody be short of an opponent, and Bianca Belair seems to be. And I tell you what I love about Trish in the Rumble is Trish would be making her return to television for the first time since losing to Becky Lynch in the cage and making an enemy of her friend Zoe Stark. So there's two immediate things yeah. that you can have a sort of get into fights about. But I love the idea of Trish coming out like number whatever, kind of arrogant, maybe clears a bit of Deadwood. She's like, right, I'm back. I'm I think I pointed the sign. I think I'm going to WrestleMania. <laughs> and then the very next entrant being Lita and Trish forgetting Ooh. that it was her that she turned on to set this new path in her career, her former best friend, and just have them brawl. Maybe Lita eliminates Or if not Lita, uh, taking out Trish Stratus, potentially setting up a big WrestleMania match, Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton, uh, for me, should be the call-up like, at the Rumble. The, yeah. the, one of the big stories coming out of the Rumble. She, um, you know, throwback... We talked about this a little bit on our NXT review, which you can still get wherever you get your pods. Kind of a throwback to the way that it would go in the 80s um, in the territory system. You win the title, you fight everybody big in the territory, then you go and pretend to clean a ranch, slip in horse dung and fall yes. into a bath, and then you're never seen again. Like, I remember all the greats travelled around that territory map in the 80s the exact same way. Uh-huh. Stratton's in that bath, sorry, in that boat, and it's now time for what? And it's now time for her to get the call um, and stay there. Yes. She is, maybe as the Iron Woman run, enters early, gets the reaction, quietly builds up a few elimination, gets eliminated, but has shown herself on night one to be somebody that the whole division needs to be worried about. Finally, before we move on, we have to mention Jade Cargill. Is this, is this the time? I don't think there's anything better. I don't think there is a better match or a better moment or a better place. I think it would arguably be more surprising if she doesn't appear. Agree. Um, it doesn't... I, look, I've seen Jade Cargill wrestle, what, like 50, 60 matches? Uh, whatever that... Maybe that's... Maybe I'm exaggerating there, but like her entire TBS title run, it was not always fantastic, but it was rarely terrible. Yeah. And I understand why Triple H would have like used, eh, we're not quite sure where she's at yet as a bit of a delaying tactic. But we've seen enough of her to know that she can do more than enough. Yes. No matter how many bump drills they want to give her in Performance Center. And she's an absolute megastar. Uh, as a number 30 or a number 29, a late entrance, something like that. She wouldn't even need to do a lot, but could make a massive impact. I like the idea of Nia Jax saying, the only way, the only way you can get me out is when you all team up to get rid of me. Oh, no yeah. one is strong enough to yeah. just take me on one-on-one. Jay Cargill comes out. And as well, you don't need to know a theme. That's one of the benefits. Like, the Rumble has suffered from this last couple of years. When people don't know the themes, you don't get the, the pops. Yeah. But Jade flashing up on the LED screens. Be huge. Logan Paul, Kevin Owens, US title. Any chance of a title change here for you? I thought there was. Um, I go back and forth on this one. I can't make my mind up. I thought Kevin Owens was going to beat him. Um, and then I think your enthusiasm for the fight they had in the performance center. Oh, has made me think that Logan Paul is actually going to retain. I think the match will be strong. We're recording this before SmackDown, yeah. but we speculated on the prospect of a maybe a no-holds-barred or false count anywhere element being added because obviously the fight couldn't be contained. And there's a bit of law. Kevin Owens had a, was it a last man standing with Roman in was, yeah. this very building where the Rumble's taking place at the Thunderdome Rumble in 2021, where, of course, he infamously got hit with a golf cart at speed. I want and Paul Heyman couldn't work handcuffs. That's right, yeah, that was excruciating, actually. Um, I want that to happen again. I want Logan Paul to commandeer like it. You know those um, golf carts, but they're there to promote drinks? So like a big prime bottle on the top. Like he just speeds into oh, shot. Like the Red Bull car? Yeah, yeah. Huge prime bottle, like plows over Kevin Owens or something like that. But then later on in the match, Kevin Owens recovers and he takes the big prime bottle off the golf cart and smashes Logan Paul Ooh. in the face. With it. I was going to suggest uh, Kevin Owens gets handcuffed do a last man standing for no apparent reason. Uh, and Kevin Owens gets handcuffed to one of the Gardas, 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, probably not a good idea, this considering Logan Paul wants to promote Prime, but he pours it on the handcuffs and it melts them. Very good. I thought you were going to have it be something like where, if you want to promote it, yeah, like he's, oh, I'm going to have to drink it. He drinks it, it's like a Popeye. And he's so strong, he just bursts out the handcuffs. And it's like, actually, this prime's kind of goated. It's not. It is. It's absolutely delicious. It's good for you, kids. And Logan Paul's a good guy. So I think we both agree, though. Yeah, Logan Paul does kind of hold this US title to WrestleMania. Kevin Owens has got a sort of... Not an excuse, mm-hmm. but if Logan Paul and some of his arsehole mates also get involved and he targets the injured hand, yeah. wrist, whatever it is. The hand store is nice. Yeah. Genuinely good. Logan Paul having the high ground about how you can't wear that um, support, Kevin. You know you're using it as a weapon. Logan, mate, you've got an entire robot fist inside under your skin. <laughs> uh, I quite like that. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Uh, let's talk the four-way. 
Undisputed WWE Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton versus AJ Styles versus L. Oh, no. Roman has to leave as champion. I get people say Randy Orton could do legacy stuff with Cody and that frees Roman up to do stuff with The Rock and what have you. Mm-hmm. You and I are sticking with our WrestleMania 40 plans we've had for quite some time now, I sense. Yeah. Um, and that requires Roman to leave as champion. It does. I know it's predictable, but sometimes predictable is good and predictable is important. I think anybody else winning this match at the Royal Rumble before the big WrestleMania would fall about as flat as AJ Styles thinks the earth is. <laughs> like, it can't it can't end here. It just can't. Um, which obviously put them in a predicament, I suppose, where you want to create one last hurdle for Roman, which is why I'm in support of the being four. I just think it's something different. I think it's something different to look at. We've seen the Roman Reigns formula almost stretch to breaking point with the LA Knight title defense. Not bad, but just nowhere near on a level emotionally as the likes of Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes, even Logan Paul. Yeah, there was kind of a master in, of his domain in that sort of singles environment, and LA Knight felt like it was about as far as you could stretch it. Uh, they'll all run him close individually. Um, we still have time for uh, SmackDown general manager. Can't remember his name. To add stipulations that maybe put Roman in a bit more peril. Yeah. Uh, whether that be the challengers can only pin Roman. Whether that be Solo and Jimmy banned from ringside. All that kind of stuff. Um, but I've said it in a million different podcasts, and I think it's because I just want to manifest it. A parade of finishes that ends with Randy Orton hitting RKO and Roman seizing the moment and hitting him with a spear and a Superman punch, whatever, and just surveying the pile of bodies and smashing, 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 stacking, 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 and having an even bigger tower. As if to illustrate the mountain that the Royal Rumble winner or number one contender has to climb if they ever want to beat this man and finally dethrone him. Yeah, it feels, you know, they talked about saving the Randy Orton match. I have no idea whether that happens one-on-one with Roman, but it feels like... Not Elimination Chamber, apparently. No, it's yeah. a lot easier to book with four people in weirdly because you can have them all basically have Roman beat, you know, Blunt Force Trauma, uh, Phenomenal Forearm, RKO. Each of them stops the other one from mm-hmm. pinning it. That can potentially set up AJ versus LA Knight or, or whatever you want to do with that. You've already had the false finish that you can set off the back of last week's SmackDown with the spear into the RKO. Make, it, s- make it a sprint as well too, by the way. Yeah. Ten, ten minutes of all of this and no fat. No. I really want to see the old... Yeah. Kick out in the into a low blow. Mm-hmm. On that to be reminded as a bit of a signature of Roman Reigns as we head on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. But yeah, he has to win. Um, I think possibly capitalizing off an RKO. I don't know if he actually pins Randy mm. or if he, you know, Randy RKO's a flying AJ Styles who's going to phenomenal forearm Roman, let's say. Yeah. LA Knight's been taken out by... Yeah, Carlos that's a nice spot, yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he goes, thanks very much, and hoys him out of there and, and steals one. But yeah, it's not going to be the dominant victor as much as I, lo- I I also agree that that's a good spot, but it, it visually isn't the same as what's actually happened in terms of this dominant victory. He's just been very opportunistic. I think there's, I can get the storyline element of Roman looking like he's kind of running out of lives as yes. well. You know, like I, I was very much of the opinion that Cody had to win last year because it was Roman at his best. And I do see that like the bloodline is starting to crumble and fall and Roman just eking out a victory in a four way kind of positions him as weakest yet. So it does leave him as a as a target for the, the Rumble winner or whoever. Unless there's a spot where Roman gets hit with a blunt force trauma, turns around into a phenomenal forearm from AJ Styles, who's taken LA Knight out as part of this, by the way, climbs on top, 
One, two. LA Knight pulls AJ Styles out of the ring, or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Works. Like Ratty, right, Roman turns around into an RKO, and it's like, oh, God, AJ's over there, LA's over there, and Solo has to save Roman again. Mm-hmm. Jimmy's been that. taken out by Jay in the Rumble, or is getting ready for the Rumble, or whatever you want to do. Uh, maybe even as we pitched on the SmackDown preview, Solo's interference costs him a spot in the Rumble. All this has said, if you interfere in that match, you're not in the Rumble anymore. Yeah, stakes. I like I like the idea of stakes and consequences for the bloodline. It's been missing for a while. But yeah, he is. Uh, he's holding that title all the way to WrestleMania 40. But, Michael Hamlet, who wins the Rumble to challenge for a world title at WrestleMania 40 for you? I can still feel the adrenaline in my soul, so that's why I'm saying Cody Rhodes. Ooh. It's we disagree I, again. I love that. I love that. I don't even think we're disagreeing as we often have to for the sake of making this video a bit more interesting. <laughs> I love that WWE have offered you several um, finishes. I love that the Sports Illustrated article that sent us all into a bit of a tizzy has basically taken all the pairings from Raw and said, well, this is happening. Mm. Because it's not even like you have to visualize them in your head. They, they happened. Cody and Punk happened. Gunther and Seth happened. The Rock buried Jinder Mahal and made Roman happen. Yes. Like, it's it's not that these don't exist already. My other favourite thing about that is people saying, well, I don't believe a word this journalist says. And then when another journalist debunks poor Justin Barrasso of Sports Illustrated, they go, there we go. There's a proper journalist right there. It's like, well, hang on one second. You can't, we can't have it both ways. Which way is it? Yeah. Like, And it's it's all of it or it's none of it. It's who knows what. And that's, I don't mind that as a, as a way to sort of generate the interest and the intrigue and everything. I think there's... Um, you know, there's multiple winners outside of, uh, like, the obvious, not the obvious, but the what felt six months ago, like, the obvious of Cody going back-to-back. Like, I think when CM Punk returned at Survivor Series, of course he was immediately in the conversation, but I only think it's now that he's actually become a believable winner, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it was probably it was probably the promo on Seth Rollins where I started to entertain that definitely main events one of the evenings it was only the promo on cody Rhodes where i thought i could win the rumble to get there you know like yes. i think there's like there's a lot of as we've talked about with elimination chamber and just ultimately with the status of the matches there's a lot of ways to find yourself in one of the two main events it's not just the rumble but yeah punk should be in the conversation gunther should be yes. in the conversation drew mcintyre like they have Though done that as a final four yeah. Punk, Cody, Gunther, Drew. It's a fantastic final I'll four. Be, I'll be ha- sat there with my feet up going, I don't really care. I care, but I don't care. I put this um, as a like a little comparison tweet on X in my just like fog of excitement after Cody <laughs> and Punk on Raw. It's a bare minimum two, but it's great that we have four. This is how it should always be. Yes. I use the examples of Hogan and Warrior in 1990, <laughs> a formative event for me, the event that kind of like unfortunately made me who I am for the people that don't like me in these <laughs> videos. Um, Brett and Luger. Your was super a, villain origin yeah, story. Brett and Luger in the double elimination, Cena and Batista in the accidental double elimination, and indeed now Punk and Cody. If you have a final two or indeed a two that feel like, well, one of them has to win, otherwise the universe explodes. That's the sentiment that you should have in the final of the Royal Rumble because that itself is supposed to be leading to the biggest thing. It's that wrestling thing. Like, this Saturday or this Sunday, it's the end of the world. And then the, the world ends. Like, don't worry, Monday night, the start of the new world. Yes. Like, that's how every PLE should make you feel. Yeah. And they've done that here. Like, Saturday is the end of the world. And then, anyway, enough of that. It's on at WrestleMania, where the real end of the world happens. They've done it. They've, like, they've accomplished everything. Stick the landing. I'm conflicted. Gunther, I understand, with all the reports. 
and the odds are, are in his favour. So close last year. Yeah, he only needs to go one man further. But then he's still got the IC title. So anyone that eliminates him, and he him. can't defend that in the chamber, which I keep forgetting. Anyone that eliminates him has like an instant shot. Yeah, potentially rest. If that's Chad Gable, I saw Miller talking about this by the way, and he was like, "Yeah, Jay eliminates Gunther, and he gets the title shot at chamber." And I was like, "I hate to break to you, he can't, he can't work no, chamber, right? That's right. These yeah. are things. Yes, he's in America. Uh, he's, he'll at least be in there for Bash at Berlin, I think. But until yes, May, May is it or something? Yeah, I think maybe." By the Rumble, uh, but sorry, by Mania, I think it's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, maybe that factors into it because he can't do promotional stuff. For the, I don't know. Yeah, um, all these different things swirl around. To get back to it, I love Cody. Cody main events WrestleMania with Roman Reigns for the world title, but not through winning the Rumble because that is going to be won by one CM Punk in my book. I've had his. I'd love it. Name I'd on my lips for a long time. Probably mark out. I think you know it just, and I like the idea of Punk saying. I'll let you heal up, Seth. I want you to be ready. I don't want to fight anyone else. Damien Priest is the constant threat of like, oh God, is he going to cash in and kind of mm-hmm. not nothing against Damien Priest, but ruin this this dream match at WrestleMania. Um, but I, I just think, and to circle back to Cody, sorry, and something I said earlier with Becky, I love the idea of both Becky and Cody winning Elimination Chamber matches because that makes them both. It doesn't feel like that's a kind of secondary. Uh, we'll do a, we'll do a Chamber just to yeah yeah Becky and Cody. Aye. Both win chamber matches to get title matches at WrestleMania. That doesn't feel like oh, I've been kind of shortchanged with them not winning the Rumble. And by then, like it's almost the easy bit because then you can really see what WrestleMania looks like. So yeah. you're in a more comfortable. Like right now, we're all kind of delivering these predictions and ideas with our own. I don't want to speak for everybody, but like I feel like me and you are, and a lot of wrestling fans that are super plugged into this particular set of matches. We're kind of delivering these predictions with our own like little biases oh, and, yeah. and anxieties. Yes. It's like, I, I want this version of re- the WrestleMania card, or I want my favorite wrestler to do this. And in order for him to do this, he has to go there. In order for her to make that match, she has to go over there. At this point, it's, it's all scattered out by Chamber. It tends to be a bit more comfortable, doesn't it? Yes. So. And I like the idea of the Chamber being, from the men's side of things, Roman saying, I've beaten everybody. I've stacked three people if you want to do mm. that up. There's no one left. I'm not even going to... I'm not going to work Chamber. I'm probably not going to work Mania, actually. <laughs> and Nicole is going, we, no, you know what? WrestleMania, not bad. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put six men who you've beaten, but not cleanly in the Chamber. I love that, who by the way. Be, you know, you, yeah. you Kevin Owens, it writes itself. You can put Jey Uso in there if you want. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Cody Rhodes, Randy Orton, and Cody. Doesn't have to do the Shayna Baszler spot. But he's the best of maybe the rest. One of them, and he maybe gets... one of Cody or Becky should do the show. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting. Yeah, the that. best of the rest, and he's got that one last shot, that sort of thing. Um, couple of questions. Surprise appearances in the men's rumble. I don't want because of everything. We and, just... and the other one was going to ask was was who's number thirty in the men's rumble? Right, everything we've just discussed is all about people that are here right now, whether it's full timers or people that at least. Um, are going to be there on television every week or every other week with the belt, right? So I think this isn't the year to go massive on the surprises. Not like the like the previous years where you've almost needed stars yeah. to make the match feel bigger. Like to that end, probably just Steve Austin and The Rock. <laughs> I was going to say Stone Cold at number thirty. Just could like you, you could do just punk. lightweight cameos. You could do Punk, or you could do Cody again, or you could do Gunther as like, oh god, I've just gone through all this, and now Gunther's fresh and he's out here. Or three, stick Hogan in. Yeah, no, oh not the big, not the big, not the big names. <laughs> number thirty. No offense to some of the number thirties in the past when it's been a bit like, oh, or yeah. oh god, it's Roman. He's already been in the. T- 
the glass shattering. What? Right. Yeah. And like everybody stopping dead. There is something in the fact that as you made that point, Nicholas, the clock that we're looking at just ticked past 316. It did. With a white on black on the little uh, tie we looked at. That made me feel good. Yeah, yes. well, we booked it then. Glass smashes, Steve Austin comes <laughs> and does 30 and he You heard it first. Look, if there's a, um, again, going back to personal biases, tastes, and WrestleMania potentials, the idea, even if it's just in the rumble, of getting to look at Steve Austin coming nose to nose with CM Punk with physicality awaiting. Oh, it's in, it's, well, for the considering that the two people that I'm talking about, it's kind of intoxicating. Yes. <laughs> like the, so I, um, the Rock is a possibility. Like he's seemingly wanted to factor himself in. I know Nicholas is rooting for it. Like the Rock being part of <laughs> the Rock being part of the WrestleMania plans. It's starting to feel like an inevitability. So you can't run out the uh, of the Rumble itself. Has Hogan done enough to talk himself in a, a no. stupid spot? Let's hope to not. Save about twenty different people from cars. If he gets one, Triple H takes one himself, pedigrees him, and throws him. Probably. Yes. Um, aye. This is not a surprise one. He's just been absent for a while. I'm seeing a lot of movement around Omos getting the. Of course. Oh Christ, he's back. Who's going to throw him out? You know, just for that novelty on the night. Yeah, uh, one thing I want to do is is right or wrong of, of recent years in Rumbles, right? It's not going to be the most spectacular, mm -hmm. but can we have a Kofi non-elimination spot that actually is feasible? What was, it was last year the one where they were like, so you're going to go flying yeah. head first into the barricade, try and not touch your feet on the floor. Oh, you've ruined it. It's your fault. This It was a stupid spot. I've got something different. Go okay, Simple, mm -hmm. but just memorable. Like... I know it's physically incredible, but the handstand, you know, walking on his hands thing, he's a very athletic individual. Yeah. He's probably done, can do that, you know, in his sleep sort of thing. Mm -hmm. It wasn't front flip into a handstand yeah. or get JBL's chair and hop along it. It's a funny, cool spot, but it wasn't, right, what you need to do, you're going to get thrown by six men, 20 feet in the air, then land on JBL's. Keep it simple, WWE, right? Gunther, because he's fighting Gunther on the Raw after WrestleMania, yep. goes, gets him on the apron, goes, you prick, pushes him, mm -hmm. right? He can fall either into the arms of Xavier Woods or Big E, who I'd quite like to be on commentary be now I've decided, now yep. I've mentioned it. That'd be so great. I'd love Big, Big E quickly. I would love to be him for him to be in the Rumble, but we are not going to book him at the Rumble because I'm not getting my hopes up for something when he is, you know, in a, in life-threatening peril for returning to the ring if it's if he's not ready. Do what you like, Biggie. Get well soon, Biggie. So I have him on commentary, especially because he can fill in when Wade Barrett actually enters. I've got some bad news. Um, so, Kofi... I've got some bad news. It's called the entire Nexus. Kofi on the apron. Gunther, you know, you can... Tease potentially the Paul London elimination. Mm -hmm. Ducks underneath and you go, please God. <laughs> and then he just goes, oh, bollocks. Pushes him. Yeah. He falls either into Big E's arms or onto the announce table, mm -hmm. which, fingers crossed, doesn't collapse. And then he's like, bollocks, I'm stranded. But Michael Hamflet, where are they for the Royal Rumble? Tropicana Field. What do they normally play at Tropicana Field? Uh, is it baseball? Baseball. What about the little... White squares, bump, 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 back into the ring. It's simple. It's not that spectacular, but he's not touching the floor. What are you talking about? The white squares that they have, the bases. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
he just someone goes, oh, I've got some bloody white space. It's crazy, yeah. Well, and he's playing like floor it's, is lava with yeah, the, the building equipment. I mean, I was going to say that like Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci have already been eliminated, and he just uses them as human steps. <laughs> and because I was like, oh, you two. <laughs> But yeah. I'm scared. If you go, go, they're, they're very uh, well-oiled men. That's my only concern with that, that spot. So, like, he's like, Kofi's using the baseball equipment to get, like, back in the ring, and he does. Oh, Christ, he's got a bat. And he eliminates everyone. <laughs> he spe- st- steps along the baseball uh, squares, whatever they're called, hops up onto the apron. But, oh, no, Shinsuke Nakamura's missed at the floor. <laughs> <laughs> falls, falls out Space of the ring. bombing people with a mitt, with a catcher's mitt. <laughs> just a thought. Uh, any <laughs> other... Just an idea, WWE. Yes. Take it or leave it. Keep it simple. Yeah, to keep it simple. <laughs> um, any uh, any other final names you'd like to see in the Rumble or spots you'd like to see as well? I feel like there's Rey Mysterio, Santos stuff that could easily happen. Yeah. Um, split up the match, if you can, into um, sections where you can, like, just play with the ongoing storylines. You've got uh, a potential return for Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar. I... I'm trying to stay on side with Damien Priest, even though a lot of people are rightfully calling the character pretty stupid for entering the Rumble when you've got a briefcase golden ticket. But maybe have some fun well, with us. Seth had a world title match when he had a... Uh, yeah, I just it's a very hard match to try and win. It, yeah. when you, like, you could just basically punch your ticket right now with your briefcase. Have our truth be there to try and protect him. I'll have some of that, please. Yeah. Um, I think ultimately you're going to require more... Legends and Nostalgia. We touched on Trish and Lita for uh, the women's one. So have some fun with it. Have, um, I think I've mentioned this on another podcast, but Nikki uh, Cross is just walking around at the moment. Have her walk to the Rumble without even realizing that she's at three, two, one, and it's Nikki Cross, but she's not even, she doesn't know she's at it. She's just been walking, just as far as goes. Walking around, walks into the ring. Mighty Molly is already in the match, and she claims revenge on behalf of Phil Chambers. Come on. And just throws Nikki Cross straight over the top, and she just keeps walking, walks through the crowd, like a complete dead straight line. Like, she just walks. Bushwhackers. Yeah, in a trance. Doesn't even realize that she's been in the match or eliminated from it. Um, I'm going to keep banging the drum for Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock, I love. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dream big. Gable eliminates Gunther. Ooh. Show us what that might look like. Suplex. Suplex. Uh... Suplex, no, ankle lock, Gunter looks in trouble, rolls through, pulls Gable towards the ropes as he counters, then takes a run at him and Gable, like, single arms yeah. around the top rope or something, but just, he, like, huge reaction in the building, Gunter's finally gone, Gable said, look, I, c- I can beat you, give me one more shot, that sort of thing. One final name I'm going to suggest, because, like you say, we've had problems in the past uh, in terms of, you hear a theme first and you go, who's... <laughs> His name's not on the Tron, because uh, I can't remember who this is. Yeah. How about we have the person with the most recognisable theme from 2023? I'm thinking back to Backlash. I'm thinking back to Puerto Rico. I'm thinking back, ladies and gentlemen, to Bad Bunny. You, uh, uh, you can factor into the LWO, uh, Santos, all that stuff if you want. If not, you can just have him out there. Yeah, he loves it. Absolutely loves it. Takes proper bumps. the words whatsoever. But I'll, bam, bam, I'll be doing that on the live stream. Damien Priest is in there, like, looking good. Bad Bunny comes out and has a bit of a fight with him. Uh, Dominic Mysterio gets a slap. Oh. A dry slap for Dominic from Bad Bunny would be great. Uh, if Stone Cold comes in, I want Dominic Mysterio to be the only one standing tall in the ring at that moment. I know it's awkward and people sometimes just go, Yeah. But I'm kind of fine with it. If it's, if it's Dom going, come on out next. Let's have, for all time's sake, uh, the great Carly as well, because at least after Shawn Michaels schooled him in 2007, he knows which way the hard camera is when he does his big pose. And on that note, we will conclude. Let us know your thoughts ahead of the Royal Rumble. Join Sorry, us. Sorry, great Carly. Join us. 
belts upside down, Carly, as well. Uh, join well, us on Saturday night for our live stream for it. For it, and let us know your predictions at What Culture WWE. Why should they can follow both of us? You can follow Michael Hamflit at Michael Hamflit. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow our brilliant producer at It's Adam Nicholas. Uh, and make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. But for now, this has been the Royal Rumble preview. My thanks to Michael Hamflit. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.